0: is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best, hustling, taking care of business and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Hey y'all, happy Friday. It is Juneteenth, major celebration y'all. So first off, I hope that y'all have had a wonderful and productive week ahead of this past week and upcoming we have Father's Day. So shout out to all the fathers. Um, But for those of you that are not familiar with Juneteenth, um, I'm just going to read straight off of here because I think it's an important day and I want to make sure that as a community resource that we put this out there. Uh, Juneteenth is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of ending slavery in the United States. Dating back to 1865, it was on June 19th that the Union soldiers led by Major General Gordon Granger landed at Galveston, Texas, y'all with the news that the war had ended and that the enslaved were now free. So there you go. Texas gal, letting y'all know it's Juneteenth. Happy celebration. I hope that everyone is going to be safe today. I know there's a few barbecues and festivals and people are trying to do this socially distanced uh, responsibly. So for all of y'all that are celebrating Juneteenth, just Be careful, make sure you wear your mask because we're still in the middle of this pandemic. Um, Monday, as many of you know, is phase two reopening. Lots of things that are happening. Um, Empire Outlets is opening, shopping locations are opening, retailers, small businesses are getting back on their feet, which we're really proud to say that on Wednesday, We did the Staten Island Reboot Package, and we had over 250 downloads for our small businesses, nonprofits, and restaurant guides. Again, it's for free on our website. It's a step-by-step, six-week program to help small businesses get back on their feet. Speaking of small businesses, I have a very, very dear friend um, here with us in the green room. I actually met her, I think I was pregnant with Roman. I was about seven months pregnant. She was one of our very first clients. We designed her logo and um, the former website that she had. She is an entrepreneur. She's an advocate um, and the community for the arts and culture. She's a supporter of the beautiful and historic St. George Theater, along with snug harbor cultural center botanical garden she i believe she's an existing board member i could be wrong uh meals on wheels so she is very very active in the community um a lot of you may have seen her in graceland chronicles and these the local staten island advanced paper um it, which has now morphed into this beautiful fashion section which i i'm glad to see my fellow colleagues and friends being a part of um, but I'm going to bring on Dr. Gracelyn Santos because, you know, she has um, really pivoted and shifted to prepare to open and to service all of her clients. So Dr. Gracelyn, are you there?
1: Hi, Jacqueline. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. And so
0: for the folks back home, I, I always um, call Graceland, Doctor Graceland, and she says, "Don't call me Doctor." I'm like, "You earned it." Oh, thank it's you. It's, really it's an honor
1: that, to so. be.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, talk to us about how you. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to be said. I feel like I'm having a regular conversation. I just need like a glass of wine, catching up with you because it's been a
1: while. <laughs> Um, yeah, it has been, you know, I, I miss you. And I, first of all, I want to uh, thank you for everything that you do for the community. You are forced to be reckoned with in terms of uh, helping small businesses uh, throughout this very, very uh, challenging time of the coronavirus pandemic. And so, uh, you know, I commend you and your team for everything that you do. Uh, you know, it's been kind of hard uh, as a dentist uh, for the past uh, three months, since March 16th, our offices, many offices on Staten Island uh, closed down uh, under the restrictions of Governor Como uh, to just see patients on an emergency basis. And uh, that's very difficult uh, for dentists because, you know, dentistry really should not have been put off for all these months because any uh, sort of phase of dentistry is uh, you know, always has an emergent component to it. And it was hard for me and many dentists to say no to their patients uh, because it is an emergency for them, but if we could put it off, we have been. So now that uh, as of June 1st, Governor Cuomo uh, reinstated dentists to do routine care and not just the emergency uh, patients and so we've adjusted in many many ways and so I'm glad to be here to kind of explain what my office is doing and um, as well as other offices I'm sure have followed suit just because we have always um, put the safety of our patients and our staff in the highest order so I don't know if you're ready for all of this Jacqueline but I'm going to show you what, uh, now that patients are starting to stream in and get back to uh, routine care, what to expect a dentist to look like.
0: Yes, yes, please, okay. share.
1: <gasps> okay, so I have printed out a photo of me on my first day back. I hope that I can capture this on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a picture of me and all my PPE.
0: I love it. Just I'm actually excited I'm going live right now. I'm gonna see if we can pull it up from your Facebook page. Cause I, I remember okay. seeing this and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, that's a lot of gear she has on.
1: Yes, it is. You know, the gear uh, is uh, in accordance to the CDC and the ADA guidelines. So, you know, whereas in the past, uh, dentists have worn masks and just a lab coat to do routine care. The thing with dentistry is that we have, um, you know, a lot of procedures that require the use of a high-speed drill. You know, the drill that everybody loves so much, and those drills, when uh, used for treatment, creates a lot of aerosol. You know, when we drill something, there's uh, there's suction, there's water coming out of the high-speed drill, and you know, it creates an environment where there are particles all over. So, in order to um, protect the patient and to protect our staff uh, with this COVID-19 precautions, I am now wearing uh, a a surgical uh, isolation gown that covers up everything, sleeves, neck, gloves, certainly. In addition to the gloves, I have a surgical cap on and goggles, as well as a face shield, a plastic face shield that goes over my face and all this equipment. Oh, and of course, the N95 masks. But for a long time, and I think that was the reason that uh, dentists um, were uh, were ordered to be closed was because of the shortage of the PPEs. Yeah. So the N95s are hard to come by. So we were using uh, KN95s for emergency procedures. And, uh, you know, sometimes breathing is an issue. So the KN95s are in use as well as level three masks. Um, so, All this PPE is uh, changed for every patient. So patients can feel very comfortable coming in for a procedure. The aerosols are just, uh, you know, from, uh, they're just protecting uh, the dentist and the assistant. And as far as the patient goes, you may be wondering, well, you know, you're not gonna get the coronavirus, but what about the patient? And we have made um, some uh, provisions to address those uh, aerosols that are flying through the operatories and really throughout the office. So uh, my uh, partner, Dr. Mirocek, Dr. Michael Mirocek, who happens to be my husband as well, we've been practicing together for 25 years. uh, We have bought some really great equipment to address the aerosols flying around and to capture them before it actually goes to the patient. So I'm sure you know that Uh, From going to the dentist, you do have a slow speed suction, the little straw that goes into your mouth and the high speed suction. The the, the tube that kind of suctions out all the saliva and the water that kind of captures your teeth and your tongue. And, you know, it's it's, uh, there for your protection. But in addition to that, when the aerosols come out, this is a very um, big investment that our office has uh, invested in because uh, it is so important. So it is an extra oral suction device, which is in addition to the low speed and high speed suction, it is a it is an arm that extends uh, from the chair side. And it's a cup that captures all the aerosol for when I drill, mm-hmm. the aerosols don't even have a chance to escape into the room. So I have a picture of that if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. <laughs> and, and I love how okay, you like so this is, is, I'm like trying to, <laughs> okay so this is a photo of the chair a dental chair and as you can see this machine here it's an extra machine uh, which is really uh, medical grade suction extra oral suction but you can see the cup when the aerosols come out of the patient's mouth It doesn't even have a chance to fly into the air. It is suctioned out when whatever is not suctioned in the mouth, that suction uh captures it. And I have another one here too. I mean, this is a a very good (laughs) this is very good art. So you know that you know it is likely that you know sometimes with extensive procedures, the aerosols Uh, fly on your face and on your chin and it's, you know, you're getting a facial as well as a (laughs) dental procedure, but with that now this machine Look at that. So this machine uh, captures everything from the area of the mouth and into the machine and so Jacqueline you may say to me, well Gracelyn, (laughs) what is up with that? Because it's going to be such an in there and if you have coronavirus, it's just going to be in the machine and to that, I say, my dear friend, Jacqueline, there is a UV light inside the machine. Fancy. So, <laughs> yes, it is. And, uh, you know, the bill will be fancy, too, you know, for when I have to pay this back every month. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I, would... uh, but... <laughs> I was going to ask you, like,
0: this is very expensive for, and a lot of small businesses are facing this, trying to figure out, Okay, we want to do curbside pickup. We want to do non-direct pickups. And so, uh, you know, six months ago, I wish that I owned a face mask company. And now I'm like, oh, I wish I owned a plexiglass company. Um, You guys have to take it above and beyond um, in your industry. And that's a pretty penny. It's nothing. It's not like a minute thing. Here's some money yes. to, you know, hopefully, and I believe there's a couple of like loans that you can apply for to try to almost get a regrant grant for this. But at the ultimately, you're still so a small business. So these are expenses that you have yes. to incur.
1: Exactly. It's the cost of doing business. And we dentists have to uh, practice uh, in a way where we uh, should expect that coronavirus will be here for a very long time. Yes. So it's, you know, it's just keeping up with the- the times it's for the protection of our patients and for ourselves and if we can minimize any any um, spread of aerosols in the dental office and to give that confidence to patients what that you know when they come in that there's no need to be uh fearful or hesitant because you know for the most part the dental office is the place where you know we have always been prepared with you know sanitizing uh mm-hmm our surroundings for the safety of our patients, even going back into the 1980s when HIV became uh, uh, prevalent, when, you know, you have hepatitis coming in and you have, you know, all sorts of diseases. We always are in, uh, you know, always thinking of patients. So I don't, it is an investment, but it's necessary. So we are happy to do it. Each operatory has uh, these, uh, okay, these, uh, I have just been told that kind of choppy, so I will talk <laughs> slower. I'm sorry about the audio. Um, so yes, in addition to these uh, machines, we also have uh, air purifiers and a lot of dentists, a lot of my friends who are dentists on Staten Island have invested in these too. Wherein in, you know, the waiting room, there are air purifiers there. All the operatories, uh, the equipment that I just showed you are equipped with that. But, you know, the area where you uh, talk to the office manager, that also has that. The waiting area also has that. Um, The ADA and the CDC guidelines state that between every patient, you have to schedule into your schedule uh, 15 minutes so that everything is properly sanitized. So we have that as well. And also we have the plexiglass, you know, they call them the sneeze guards. That's also uh, very important. And, you know, first and foremost, the question in people's minds are, well, it's still a gamble. How do I know that everybody there will not have COVID and that, you know, that that I'm protected? But, you know, in our office, as well as many other offices, as soon as a patient comes in, it's only one patient at a time. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, if we had back-to-back patients, we will tell patients to. Stay in their car and we'll text you uh, so you don't have to wait a very long time to be seen. You actually just come in and you get seated. There we take your temperature and uh, we will also, you know, verbally give you a questionnaire as well as to fill out a form if you've been traveling, if you've been exposed to somebody who has COVID, or if you're not feeling well, or you know, if you suspect. Anything that would put you in a higher risk of maybe uh, not tolerating the procedure well. So all these things are are in effect, and you know it's not just dentistry. Like you said, a lot of small businesses on Staten Island, you know, have uh, been hit, and, and and I and I feel for them. But you know, the safety of patients and of uh, Staten Island is, is is paramount. So we've all taken, uh, you know, we've all taken on some challenges, and um, I think that uh, together, hopefully this nightmare will be behind us, but all these uh, equipment and precautions will remain in place.
0: Absolutely. Now, I want to shift the conversation um, a little bit because you have been doing, you know, for the folks that are back home, Graceland is also a columnist, like I mentioned at the the top of the hour um, with the Staten Island Advance, and mm-hmm. um, you've written hundreds, probably thousands of articles. And one of my favorite articles and I wanted to share with folks is what's going on recently and you've been really keeping up with that. Um Staten Island on Pause. This was a an article that you had done probably about two weeks ago. Um uh, family celebrations and acts of kindness during the coronavirus pandemic. And I just wanna, you know, put this out there. One of the things that I love about your um, column is you feature and you talk to so many people, whether it's virtually, they give you photos, they get to talk about different uh, things that they're doing. You know, here is um, Congressman Max Rose with your beautiful daughter, and Charles Fall Love him with the police department um, delivering hot meals to the 120th precinct. I mean, people have really had to pivot and shift um, what traditional life looks like. And yeah. um, we're going to have to continue to do that. I hope they're socially distancing and they stay home. Nobody talks to anybody on that photo. <laughs> um, <laughs> but look, even, you know, students graduating with their degrees. Um, and who is this? Vanessa Craker attended. Um, uh, am I pronouncing this correctly? Onontia State University. Yeah.
1: it's Oh, Onianta.
0: Oneonta, there you go. State University mm-hmm. this fall and studying pre-law. Like, how cool is that? Get it, yes, girlfriend. It
1: is, you know, a lot of a lot of kids uh, on Staten Island have been affected uh, in terms of the celebrations that they were so looking forward to and, and worked really hard for, you know, whether it be graduations and proms or just family celebrations for anniversaries and milestones and things like that. And whereas, uh, you know, my column in the Staten Island Advance, which... Uh, which started in 2012, I believe. Uh, now Eight it's years, you know. Turned, morphed into yeah, it has morphed into uh, Staten Island's Best Dress, which is really an entree to just sh- showing the supporters, Staten Islanders, and uh, uh, VIPs as well as regular folks like you and me, uh, supporting nonprofits. So that's what really Best Dress was about. But then when the regulations um, were put into place about social distancing and then, um, you know, uh, sheltering in place, Staten Island on pause was the natural, was the natural alternative where, you know, even though we can't go around Mm -hmm. out and about to these, um, to these, uh, events, uh, Staten Islanders have been sending us their photos and it doesn't diminish the importance and the happiness that these families feel. And uh so I'm it's a privilege for me to share with Stan Islanders all these wonderful events that these uh that these students who are graduating class of twenty twenty and other things like you know the yeah. the Eddingers, you know, who who was promoted to lieutenant and you know to the Grace Foundation, like you said, who you know, still doing um Still doing fundraisers, you know the JCC, Snug Harbor, Saint George Theater with their forever ticket. You know it's that's the wonderful thing about my job, and that's the wonderful thing about the Staten Island Advance, which is you know the our daily newspaper, the only daily newspaper in all of New York City uh, that is borough specific. So we are. I'm very grateful to have my. Uh, my job there to celebrate Staten Islanders and it's a big part it has become a major part of my life because I feel like everybody I write about and everybody like everybody that I meet including you and by the way I still am using your website so (laughs) (laughs) it is really wonderful and so I think I have known you for about the same time you know maybe yeah maybe closing in on 10 years Jacqueline we have been good friends and it's an honor to know you but anyway my my point is that um you know the staten island advance is really a big connection to to the staten island community and hopefully when restrictions are lifted it'll go back to best dress because that'll mean that we'll be socializing again and supporting, and supporting all the good causes
0: absolutely right. absolutely you know i I love the the community here on Staten Island, and I think that it's gonna be really, really important. You know, Recently, um, Staten Island Advance was posting disparity um, reporting and they made an announcement. I think it was yesterday, the day before, of like 10 ambassadors, which are a lot of folks that we work with in the nonprofit community. So um, that's really, really great. And I'm excited to see how that has legs and continues to grow. Uh, We have a couple of comments that are coming through, so we're just going to do special shout-outs here. Um, First, our dear friend, Nancy Galarza. Hello. Well, good morning, Nancy. She happens to also be another MWBE here um, in Staten Island. So for everyone in the back of the room, make sure that you continuously add. There are plenty of minority women business uh, entrepreneurs here um we have Leonard Graceland you rock yeah she does hello um it's too much oh, fun thank Her you
1: fun. I appreciate that
0: yeah and then of course oh I'm so excited to see this name Stacy from Elon hair and nails over on Forest Avenue she says hello ladies Stacy my dog's looking bad honey I cannot wait till y'all <laughs> open up. <laughs>
1: I, we love, love Elon. You know, my children go there. They do my nails. They're a really great, great company on Forest Avenue.
0: Yes, yes. And they're owned by uh, women, Penny and Stacy. And, you know, we can't wait for them to reopen. Um, when of course CDC and the guidelines and everything fall into place. But it certainly is about supporting other entrepreneurs and small businesses. Um, So for the folks that are back home, um, we're going to do a recap of the video. We'll post it online later. And that way we can put the link so you can contact Dr. Graceland. Now, are y'all accepting new patients? How does that process work?
1: We absolutely accept new patients. We are happy to accept new patients. I know that a lot of people who haven't had dental care in a while and who didn't have a specific dentist throughout this pandemic and the shelter in place, there's a lot of grinding, there's a lot of emergencies that have uh, crept up and they've been putting it off. So now is the time to really address those Uh, dental problems before they become uh, a bigger and worse problem. You know, a small cavity could really graduate to having um, a root canal or an extraction or an implant. And in order to avoid those kinds of, you know, major dental work, definitely give me a call. And it doesn't matter if it's me or not. I prefer it were me. <laughs> but if you need to go to somebody else, that's fine too. But you just need to get it addressed. Our office is in Myers Corners, which is near Westerly, near Castleton Corners, around the corner from the Cake Chef. So if you have a, a sweet tooth like I do, you know exactly where the Cake Chef is. And my office is right around the corner. Right. And most dental insurances are, uh, are accepted. So we're happy to see yeah. you. And uh, one other thing, you know, speaking okay. of going to other, oh, I hope I don't turn this off. I'm very, okay. Can you still hear me, Jacqueline? Yes, yes I can hear you. Okay. Like, it was yes, falling out. Yes, Okay. My large jowls were displacing my, my earbud here. So <laughs> I had to poke it back into place. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, speaking of, you know, having to go to a dentist, uh, make sure And this is something that we do, that we have implemented in the office. Uh, We do have our patients rinse with peroxide, you know, a a 1% peroxide rinse. And studies have shown that once you rinse with this peroxide, it really kills the coronavirus, you know, for the most part. So that is another extra precaution. It's not the best tasting, but neither is a lot of things in life. Um so you swish with that for 60 seconds and then once you rinse out, it's safer for you, it's safer for the for the office, and it's safer uh for the patient coming in after you if my HEPA filters it. don't uh yes. Yeah. Oh and oh, and the other thing, I don't know if I'm going over time. The thing no, about HEPA <laughs> filters, this is very interesting to me when I was doing my research on HEPA filters, the air filtration systems that we have in the office. HEPA filters usually uh uh block out particles 0.03 microns however the coronavirus is 0.01 microns, which is oh no 0.001 uh which means that our uh our filters and and some of the machines that we do that 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 are available out there will in fact capture the coronavirus and then kill it with the uv light so i thought that was very interesting that i had to share with all your viewers yes these these, uh, filters are very, very
0: all right
1: Uh, hospital grade.
0: Well, there you have it, folks. So clearly (laughs) Dr. Santos has everything prepared, not just for her, her staff, equipment, but also for patients that come in, new patients that come in. So there's new regulations, um, new standard protocol, things that have to get done. Um, We got a few other comments that are coming in Heather Butts. Oh, great job, Graceland! I love Heather. Super smart. <laughs> too. I love she's
1: her. a wonderful, wonderful, she's doing a, a great project with, uh, you know, the the free book library and the pantries doing great things with yeah. Staten Island as well.
0: Absolutely. And Stacy came back and says, can't wait to see you. Hair starts next week. Love you both. Oh, thank you. Because I'm in a uh-huh. ponytail phase. So fantastic, <laughs> Stacey. So we'll make sure that we put your information so we can support you and your business. Um, so Dr. Gracelyn Santos, thank you so much for joining us. Stay here with us. Um, so for the folks that are back home, a few updates and things that are happening because we are, because we're a media company, we are deemed essential services. So we've kept our doors open, doing things uh, privately, on the go, etc. And so next week we are making some major announcements So you have to stay tuned to JMT Media. Um, we want to make sure that we continue to support small businesses, nonprofits, and restaurants because that's the heart of Staten Island and that's the heart of our community. Um, so again, thank you so much for joining us and happy celebration. Thank you for having me. Celebration. Absolutely. Absolutely. And have a wonderful Father's Day to those of you that are out there multitasking, wearing multiple hats. Um, Be kind, be safe and be well, y'all. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye, Jacqueline. Bye, everybody.